0: We just, uh, if you were with us for the last hour, we sung his glory for the last hour. And in this next hour that we have together, we'd like to continue to sing his glory. Please uh, open up to the Gospel of John, chapter 17. I'd like to read the first five verses of chapter 17 of the Gospel of John.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, "Father, the hour has come. glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you."." As you have given him authority over all flesh That he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him And this is eternal life That they may know you The only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Lord, we're thankful that we can gather together with one voice and sing your glories today. You are glorified, and we glorify you even as we gather together and open up your word we're thankful that you've given us your word that's a living word we pray by your spirit that you would even show us more of your glory as we open up your word this hour so we commit to you this time in Jesus' name we pray so, I understand that uh, the saints here in Flushing have been in a season where you've been fellowshipping on the topic of sonship. And I'd like to continue in that theme today by sharing on sonship. And today, what I'd like to do, if I could title uh, the sharing, would be calling it Glorious Sonship. Uh, 荣耀的这个, uh, Brothers and sisters, we were built for glory. <laughs> it's interesting that just down the street from here, the US Open Tennis Center, <laughs> uh, they have a theme this year uh, for the tennis tournament coming up this month. The theme is called built for glory. (laughs) Uh, A backhand or a forehand is not glory. (laughs) We, as blood-bought children of Jesus Christ, were built for glory. Now, if if I'm going to title this glorious sonship, there's some things that we have to think about. 那我们要取这个荣耀的这个儿子的名分的这个主题的时候 Because you really can't separate glory from sonship 那你从这个荣耀和这个儿子的名分 Sonship is glorious 那这个儿子的名分是一件很荣耀的事情 And we are called to that glorious sonship 那我会呼召到这个荣耀的这个儿子的名分里面 uh, and, and please uh, allow me if I can to define some terms 那你会呼召到这个荣耀的这个儿子的名分 uh, uh, if, we uh, if we can define sonship, would be good to begin our time. And I'm sure the brothers have done this over the months, but uh, it's always good to be refreshed by His Word. In Ephesians 1, Ephesians 1 from verse 3, he sent you. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. 第三节到第六节, 愿颂, 颂颂, Paul here is taking us to another plane. Mm -hmm. Not only have we been blessed, but we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And in that, as it says there in verse 5, we have been predestined to adoption as sons. 藉著咳咳, and in verse 4, he chose us. He he marked us. He picked us out to be those sons and that word there in verse 5 about uh, predestined us it suggests that it was his will and his plan that we would be his sons and you come back a couple chapters into Galatians chapter 4 let me read a few more verses Uh, Galatians 4 from verse 4 from verse 4 But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father! Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son... Than an heir of God through Christ. truly the the highlight of our gathering together is coming around the Lord's table uh, and when we come around the table we remember that He redeemed us with His precious blood and even as our brother Lucio opened up the time He not only saved us from something but He saved us into something and what he saved us into is bestowing on us this sonship and even thinking of this word that we read in Ephesians 1 about predestination it speaks of our destiny something that God knew from before, but it speaks also of our future. His plan and his will for us is not just simply to be saved.. Just That's just the beginning where we uh, confess with our mouth and believe on our hearts that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Our destiny is glorious sonship. Now what is sonship? In a, a simple way we can look at it by those of us as sons placing him in his rightful place. It's the positioning of the Son, Jesus Christ, in his rightful place. And that spirit of the Son, who we read there in John 17, who glorified the Father and all that he did, is in us. <coughs> Sometimes we, we have to just let this word sink in a little bit. Look at this verse in Galatians 4 6. God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba Father. The Spirit of the Son is in us. (laughs) And because the Spirit of the Son is in us, it makes us yearn for more of Him. (laughs) Long for more of God. (laughs) To know Him more. (laughs) Right, you saw that even in that section in John where it says, this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God, and 对, Jesus' his Son. 对, 月汉福音, 让我们能够知道, 呃, yes, eternal life is living with Him in eternity, but eternal life is knowing Him. 那永生当然是永远, 呃, 得到永生, 得到永远的生命, and because the Spirit of the Son is in us, we may know Him more and more. 对, And then you see there in that that verse 6 that not only did He send forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, but we then cry out, Abba, Father. We don't just say it. We We don't whisper, Abba, Father. We cry, Abba, Father. Just like my daughter cries during the table today. We, we cry, we we exclaim, Abba Father. Because the Spirit of the Son has been placed in us, it causes us to yearn to know him, to, to feed on him more and more. It, you know you notice there even the punctuation, there's an exclamation point there. Right, I mean, there's a reason for why these things are in the Bible. We should pay attention to it. It's it's a a crying out, it's almost like yelling, Abba Father, like we want to know Him more. Um, There's this sense that there's a, a deep affection and longing for Him when we say this Abba Father now there, there's no uh special qualifications that we have to become these sons it has nothing to do with who we are it's all about as it said there in Ephesians that he chose us and we know from earlier in the gospel of John that um. Uh, we all have those rights to be called the children of God. Now what else does sonship speak of? It speaks of responsibility. responsibility. A son is somebody who can take responsibility. That's who can be relied upon A pillar And there's actually no specific age by which this happens. So there's some younger people in the room and some older people in the room. However, you define yourself and where you you decide where you're at in those groups. But there's not like a, a set age where you've reached a point where now you've become a son. So there's a point where uh, we really enter into this uh, more and more fullness as we grow in him. (laughs) And of course we remember here uh, even it speaks of in Romans how this adoption as sons was very costly. Now I said that the sonship that I'd be talking about today is a glorious sunshine. What is glory? There are some different words in Hebrew that, say, that translate glory. And I, I think we're more familiar with one word, Shekinah. But that's not what I'll talk about. it's more about this other word, kavod. And what does this word mean? It means uh, a weightiness and a gravity. there's something of substance weightiness and And how do we how can we describe in words this glory of God I think it's one of the reasons why we gather together and we say what is the length and breadth and height and width of his love because we we can't even with our own uh, finite limited abilities describe truly what His glory is. It's His magnificence. It's His fullness. It's not just beauty, but the radiance of His beauty. It's His light that breaks forth through darkness. We remember, of course, in Exodus when Moses said, Show me your glory. But but God said you you can't see my glory. It's too much for you to see all of it. I'll let you see my back as I pass by. It's just it's almost just too much for us to comprehend His glory. But it's an amazing thing that we get to take part of. Now I started by saying that we were built for his glory.. Let's turn to Isaiah 43.. Isaiah 43 verse 7 It speaks of this Everyone who is called by my name Whom I have created for my glory I have formed him Yes, I have made him Everyone who is called by my name That's us Those of us who have been chosen into him, right? We read about that. Predestined unto this uh, sonship. And he, he called us, and he called us unto something. What is that? He created us for his glory. He didn't just create us to be good students or good employees you know good people who come to every meeting something so much greater than what this earth is at now I of course be a good student be a good employee come to the meetings and gather but but we have to see as God sees us he created us for something so much more than being just earthbound. he created us for His glory. Which means That we were built to glorify Him. So to to glorify, what does That mean? What does That look like then for us The one way to look at glorifying Him is by saying to magnify Him. So we think about His glory as His magnificence and fullness and brightness and radiance. But, But to magnify is not like a microscope. That has to look at something very small and magnify it. That would make God much too small that you have to see him because he's so small and make him larger. The better way I think to look at magnify is like a telescope. We know how, how David in Psalm 19, what does he say? He says, the heavens declare your glory, right? Yeah, just very quickly, I'll just read the verse. Uh, Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Psalm 19, one the heavens declare his glory there is such a vastness to the, to the heavens <laughs> and as we uh, almost can't even comprehend the, the breadth of the heavens we try to when we put a telescope out into the, the stars <laughs> when we look out onto him we try to magnify and make larger this Amazing glory of what of who He is. Now, uh, to to glorify Him is something that actually has weight. It's not just um, a, a light thing. It's something that really has eternal value in this glorifying of Him. Now we who are chosen as sons are to glorify Him. And where do we see this as the the perfect example? The, The scripture that we opened up with from John 17. Let's take a look at those scriptures again from John 17. <coughs> and specifically, we'll look at verse four. John 17: verse four says, "I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do." Jesus did all that he was called to do there was not one bit of God's will for him that he didn't accomplish when he was on this earth. 那他在地上的时候, he was of course obedient unto death on the cross. 那他当然存心顺服, but even before that, remember how he said that his food was the He that his food was to do the Father's will. 那他之前也提到说, 他的食物, and how he delighted in doing God's will. How he fulfilled that uh, psalm in Psalm 40 where it says, I delight to do thy will. And he didn't just begin what God had called him to do. He accomplished all that God had called him to do nothing was left undone that he was called to do nothing was left undone that he ought to have done right you see here in this verse I have finished the work which you have given me to do 我已经, and on the other the, the first part of that verse is I have glorified you on the earth <laughs> So in all of these things that he was called to do That he accomplished He glorified God in all of them The attention was never on the miracle but it was always on the source of where the miracle That supernatural life came from It was always to turn people to glorify God. And we can spend days going through all the different things that Jesus had done. I think it's in John where it says there's not even enough books in the whole world who can contain everything that Jesus did. And in all those things, he glorified the Father. So Everything. He never had a day off. It wasn't like he glorified the Father on the Sabbath and then the rest of the week he did his carpentry. Mm-hmm. Everything he did was glorifying to the Father. So you can't separate uh, these two parts of verse 4 that He has glorified the Father on the earth and He's finished the work which was sent for Him to do. The work that He calls us to do must glorify Him. And we know that it also says about our Lord that He did all things well. And how can it be that the Father can say of him that he did all things well? Because in all the things that he did, he glorified God. So if we then take that as a call for us as sons, when we glorify God in all that we do, we give Him praise and we glorify Him. And we even know in the Lord's life how it be, we saw that, that first uh, those words that, were, that came from heaven this is my son and who I am well pleased. I have to imagine that that is, was said between the father and the son Uh, in eternity over and over and over again he'd see his son obey him and say that's my son who I'm well pleased uh my son is doing what I've called him to do my son is glorifying my name now what does that mean for us? (coughs) What does it mean for us to partake of this glorious sonship? I think you'd agree with me that as we journey on with the Lord, we notice some things. So we don't just start as babes and stay there, at least we shouldn't. But as we press into Him, We're growing from being a child to being a son. (laughs) We're we're born again, we're we're called those children of God. (laughs) And praise God that uh, He's made us His children. (laughs) But it's not just to end there. There's, there's more that he wants us to grow into <laughs> and as we grow from this uh, child into this sonship <laughs> what do we notice? things of the world should be less appealing <laughs> and things of the Lord should be more satisfying so things of the world start becoming I don't know uh, even as it's like strangely dim it's just not life to them and the things of the Lord become more and more satisfying uh, there, there's a brother by the name of John Piper Piper. And this is his quote He said God is most glorified When we are most satisfied in him God is most glorified When we are most satisfied in him Alright, so let me translate that into the Bible The way I look at it is Psalm 23. Psalm 23, verse 1. Probably almost all of us in this room know this by heart. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Just think about that for a moment. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't need anything else. All I want is you. All I need is you. You are everything. I have no want or need anywhere else. Think David captured it so well in this psalm. And as we grow in the Lord into this glorious sonship more and more, this becomes a reality. That the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And as we see this more and more, then we realize our purpose becoming more clear. Right, because if we're recognizing Him as our shepherd and we need nothing else we also see that life is not about me Life is not about me Life is about Him Because our purpose is not to glorify ourselves our purpose is to glorify him a son doesn't take glory for himself a son glorifies the father this matter of glorification is for us to come into there's so much here for us to taste now, what does this look like if we try to uh, apply it more practically in our lives? There's many things that we can think about in how we can grow into this glorious sonship. I think the first one really is that that life is not about me, it's about Him. and and this is very easy to say and very different in reality we memorize the verse that John says he must increase and I must decrease good memory verse but 对, much more difficult to live out he must increase and I must decrease in other words uh, we could, we see this theme throughout the entire Bible a son doesn't do things his way but a son does things the father's way uh, just as an example in Proverbs Proverbs 19. <coughs> <coughs> Proverbs 19, verse 21. <coughs> there are many plans in a man's heart, nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand we have plans we want want to do things maybe not even bad things but as much as we have our plans what stands the Lord's counsel that will stand it's another way of saying I must decrease and he must increase and this is this pro- process of kind of uh, of sanctification that we go through in our lives. Where he, as Paul says, he died daily. <laughs> or as Peter says in 1 Peter 1, he says, uh, the salvation of our souls. It's an interesting phrase, he says, the salvation of our souls. That's we know at that point where we've made our confession and our belief in, in Jesus as Lord and Savior that our spirits have been saved. And then we spend the rest of our journey uh, while we're still on this earth in the salvation of our souls. The refining of our souls, maybe, is another way to look at it. Where the dross is burnt off, where we learn day by day to take up our cross and follow Him, daily dying to our self life because when we die to our self-life we then glorify Him life is not about me it's about Him <coughs> and it, it, it's almost um, it doesn't make sense to us because we think well the more that I focus on me the more happy I will be right? but the, the more we're inward focus actually the, the, the worse it is for us. It's actually when we die to ourselves that we truly have joy and contentment and peace. So we learn this together. We learn this individually and we learn this in body life as well. About this dying to ourselves. And when we live that out, it glorifies Him. Now what else do we see in this sonship that makes it glorious? Our, and this is how I'll put it. Our life cannot be dichotomous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Two to, to separate lives. <laughs> it's not our Christian life and our everything else life in 1 Corinthians 10 31 it says this whether we eat or drink or whatever we do do all to the glory of God take, we'll take a look at it 1 Corinthians 10 31 Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Everything, everything that we do ought to glorify God. 为荣耀, right? we're, we're still living on this earth We have school 我们有学校, We have jobs We have families In your school Glorify God In your work Glorify God In your marriages Glorify God In your raising of children Glorify God Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do Glorify God Glorify the time that you have Glorify the Lord in the time that you have He's given us time Redeeming the time glorifies Him don't waste the time that he's given you. It, this is a very short season that we're on this earth. <laughs> and he's given it to us that we may glorify him. 他赐给我们, it's not let just do what we want to do now and then in an eternity we'll glorify him. Whether we eat or drink or whatever we do now, glorify him. So when we think about life is and everything that we do ought to glorify him, it changes the way we live. 我们所生活的方法, it changes the way you treat your spouse. It, ch- it changes the way you train your children. It changes the way you walk down the street and, and see people who are lost and who are dying. It, it changes all your relationships. It changes the way that we look at the, the days that we have. Everything that we do ought to glorify God. The words that we say, are they words that glorify God? Even the thoughts that we think, are they glorifying to God? They have to be taken captive. Whether this is in front of people or behind closed doors whether we eat or drink or whatever you do do all to the glory of God and what else do we see about this glorious sonship take a look in Psalm 50 Psalm 50, verse 23. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. Whoever offers praise glorifies me. You know, this happens both in our individual life and in our corporate life together. We who are those glorious sons, praise his name. And I think this also speaks to living a life of praise. Where we're looking for ways not to complain, but to praise right the, the opposite of praise in some ways is complaining grumbling lack of thanksgiving right? but what he has called us to here is if we praise him if we thank him right if we if we're living that life we're glorifying him and it made me think about uh, this hymn, 我就想到这首诗歌, you know, the hymn, It Is Well, 我们知道这个, uh, by Philip Bliss. Philip and there's this line that I thought really captured this thought. It says, Whatever our lot, thou hast taught me to say, It is well. 那, uh I don't know the hymn number. Okay. Yes, yeah, the, the third line. Yeah. yeah. Whatever my lot, thou has taught me to say, "It is well. It is well with my soul."任何的遭遇，你已教，你已教我能说，我的魂。and of course, th- this brother went through tragedy. And it's not to diminish suffering. But I think this brother saw something that was glorious. That whatever our lot. Whatever happens around us. What glorifies Him. Is to say it is well with our souls. What happens when you know you're you're at work. And everyone is freaking out about something. And you have peace. What does that do? that glorifies God because it makes people wonder what is it about you know what is it about Andre that makes him peaceful and restful in the midst of the storm wait uh, you got stepped over for a promotion but you're still at joy and peace How, how can that be you're not getting the recognition that you deserve but yet you still walk in with joy overflowing or just things don't work out in life as you had planned and in that you give praise to God that glorifies God He's glorified when we're satisfied in Him at all times now this this glory that we speak of is not just for this sojourn that we have on this earth. 那这个, this sojourn, this, this short time that we have on this earth. Uh, the, this glorious sonship that we come into is not just for this short time on earth. This glorious sonship has value in eternity. We know, of course, in... Uh, in Ephesians it talks about the eternal purpose of God and how all things are being summed up in Christ so what is this relationship between this glorious sonship and this eternal purpose 那这儿子的名分, 儿子, we'll have to read a few more scriptures in Romans 8 那在罗马书第八章, Uh, from verse 18, so Romans 8:18. 8, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. <laughs> so this almost speaks in in the past to the present and even to the future so from the earnest expectation of the creation so speaking of uh, the before is waiting waiting earnestly for something and that's for the revealing of the sons of God and, and then in verse 18 just before that it speaks about the glory which shall be revealed in us which speaks of this moving forward so how cre- just think about that for a second all of creation is eagerly waiting for us to come into what we've been called to do eagerly waiting for the for us as sons to be revealed and of course we know in Hebrews uh, chapter two, two uh, 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 verse ten. Hebrews 2 verse 10 says, For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. 因受苦难得以, 因受, 因受苦难得以完全, so woven into this eternal purpose uh, of the Lord We get to take part of that By Him revealing glorious sons in us What a heart that He has That He wants to bring many sons to glory 能够带, right, and you see this connection between sonship and glory again here. Not just many sons, but many sons to glory. A glorious sonship. It's almost like when you say you have to smile, it's a glorious sonship. There's so much more to it than words can even describe. And I thought of one more verse that speaks to this uh, all the way at the end of the Bible in Revelation 21, almost all the way at the end. <laughs> Revelation 21, <laughs> verse seven. <laughs> right, so here uh, talking about the new heaven and the new earth and. No more sorrow or pain or tears. (laughs) How He makes all things new. How in verse 6 it says, He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things and I will be his God. And he shall be my son. The so, look at this glorious inheritance and purpose that He's called us to. 啊, 看到这个, 这个很荣耀的基业, it's to, to those, He who overcomes shall inherit all things. Right? So, it speaks of this overcoming life. 啊, 得圣呢, uh, and that God says, I will be His God, and He shall be my Son. 啊, 我要, 我要做他的神, Doesn't that remind you back there of John 17? uh, John 17 where uh, it says, uh, verse 5, And now, O Father, glorify me together with Yourself, with the glory which I had with You before the world was and verse 1 that says father the hour has come glorify your son that your son may glorify you (laughs) it's like how the father said to the son this is my son who I am well pleased glorify me and he's glorifying him and then we then get said about us he who overcomes I'm sorry to say that I will I will be his God and he shall be my son. I'm sorry, let me say that again. What you see there in, in chapter 17 of John, what you started with, was this, I will be his God and he will be my son right? so this father's son this constant glorification where the son is glorified the father is being glorified this glory that's just being poured out <laughs> how, how that even glory uh, that we see is how God said uh, to his son this is my son who I am well pleased how he glorified him on the earth how he did everything that he was called to do How, How, how Jesus is the truest son that there is who really lived the glorious sonship who glorified the father in everything that he did and now we see in Revelation 21 this is it everything is now being completed right (coughs) all things will be made new he's the alpha and the omega omega, the the beginning and the end and for you overcomers I will be your God, and you will be my son. So this glorious sonship that we're called into. Seems like it's almost practice now for eternity. And now of course it's not practice. this is the real thing. this Maybe not practice Preparation That's a better word It's preparation This is the time That he has given us To to enter into This glorious sonship That he's called us to May we we really learn this together To, To learn what it means Something This glory It's so weighty so great of what he's called us to let us not uh, minimize it in any way or take it too lightly but give him glory in all that we do let's close with a word of prayer dear lord we're so thankful that we can gather together uh, in your name today that you called us to something so much greater than just salvation. You've called us to a so great a so great salvation. and that so great salvation. You've this glorious sonship that You've chosen uh, us for 啊, Lord, we're, we're humbled when we come before you today. 前辈下来, that we can join in on this inheritance and sonship with you. Oh Lord, we ask by your Spirit that you would speak to each one of our hearts. That we would both comprehend this word. And be able to live in a way to glorify you in all that we do. we thank you in Jesus' name. We pray. 我们感谢你, 祷告, 蓬主也是那里, 祷告。<laughs> <laughs> 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 this glorify you, Lord, whatever we eat, drink, or whatever we're doing, we will glorify your name, Lord. We thank you. May you teach us, and may you give you, us, everyone have a face to live in, your, in you and glorify your name. Thank Amen. you, in Jesus' name. Amen. You give us soul and intellect. Thank you so much creating us in your image, and you be glorified for your uh, uh, power to create, to uh, call us uh, your sons, Lord. You deserve all the, um, to be glorified, Lord, and thank you for, uh, you want us to be partners in your glory, Lord. Uh, Help us to be transformed, Lord, in your image more and more, Lord, and Thank you for your kindness towards us to call us
1: your sons. Amen. Amen.